1: you're listening to a mamma mia podcast mamma mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed Morals
0: for spring groundbreaking oh my god you have to do it you live for fashion
1: Hello and welcome to Nothing To Wear, the podcast that solves fashion problems and levels up your wardrobe. I'm Lee Campbell and every week I'm going to talk to an expert who is going to help us work out how to get more out of the clothes we already own and tell us exactly what is and isn't worth adding to our wardrobe. Today we are talking about how to find the right activewear for every size and shape. My guest today, Riley Hempson, knows a lot about fitness and finding comfortable activewear that still makes you feel and look beautiful. Riley is a model and a content creator with an impressive following on Instagram and TikTok, and she's an advocate for body positivity and size inclusivity. And if that's not enough, she also has her own sustainable swimwear and active line called Remy by Riley, which stocks sizes from extra small to six extra large. So, Riley, firstly, welcome to the show. I like to ask my guests two questions. The first one is, can you describe your style in three words? had to think about this a little bit, but the three words that I've come up with are
0: practical, timeless, and playful.
1: I really like playful. That's an unusual one, but I agree. Fashion and you know, even active wear doesn't have to be too serious. Okay. The next one is this theory that most people have a wardrobe full of clothes, but they really only wear 10% of it, 90% of the time. So the stuff they're always reaching for, they love the rest of it, but there's just this core group of items that they reach for and wear over and over again. What's in your 10%? That
0: to me is just so true. I Feel like with all of my sort of workouts and things, I'm just living in active wear, which I always try and sort of veer away from. Like if I'm going to a cafe with friends, I'll try and put on a real outfit, I like to call it. (laughs) But I think like a good, comfortable legging. I've also been loving my jumpsuits, like the little onesies and then great basics. You just can't go wrong. And then I feel like you can wear them to different things that you're dressing up for, or you can really dress them down. So yeah, I think really great, like little baby tees, oversized tees, and then yeah, living in my leggings, my flares. I just think they're so practical.
1: When you say a onesie or a jumpsuit, are we talking like all in one need to be naked when you need to go to the toilet? <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think that's the only downfall. One of my brands, we have a couple of them and honestly like every time I post about them I get messages saying like but how do you go to the toilet I'm I'm just like you just get comfortable with peeling
1: it down agreed no I'm the same I've got a few and I adore them but and I drink a lot of water so sometimes I'm like hmm can I wear this today but there's so much fun to wear okay your background is incredibly interesting you started studying to be a paramedic in your early 20s so how did you find the world of influencing or how did it find you how did this all come about
0: yeah so I started an Instagram and it was a very private page just for my friends to follow and it was initially a weight loss account looking back on it it wasn't so much about losing the weight it was more about the lifestyle change I was just in a really bad place I guess my whole life I would struggled with my weight and I made this page and I was like no you know this time it's the classic I'm gonna stick to it and along the journey of losing weight I sort of got to a point and realized, oh, like I'm actually still the same person. I I guess I had this idea that I just, everything in my life would change. And I was like, you know, I I just might look a little bit different, but I still have the same values. I still have the same friends. That's sort of how my Instagram grew. I was really grateful for my followers that sort of came along the journey with me, started following me for weight loss and then came along and really resonated with that self-love part of what I was posting about. That was happening while I was studying. And yeah, I was studying a Bachelor of Health Science in paramedicine, which is, I know, so like polar from what I'm doing now. Along the way, I was having these opportunities with posting online. And I know it's so different in the sense of, you know, you're out on the streets and out in the world, really helping people with their health. But in a sense of what I was doing online, it really gave me fulfillment as well yeah absolutely it makes sense I just love the community that I've created over the years so yeah it sort of went from just really health and fitness and then more into lifestyle and I started modeling and now I've got a couple of brands yeah it's been a crazy road but every opportunity I'm just like wow I I can't believe this is my life so yeah it's pretty cool
1: You have so many impressive fashion accolades in your resume now, working with Vogue Australia, you've worked with Showpo, Australian Fashion Week. So has fashion always been a passion for you or how did this develop? Looking back on it,
0: always being a bigger girl, I have always struggled to find clothes, cool clothes that everyone else is wearing in my size. So back even in my early high school days when I'd have events, I'm using skirts as tops and I'm finding something online and getting my friend or my mum to make it for me. And we'll have a costume party and we're in the sewing room, the soft tech room at school, and we're sewing up things because we can't find what we need, especially in my size. So, yeah, looking back on it, it's definitely always been something that I've had fun with, something I've enjoyed kind of experimenting with. And then I guess the passion for not having clothes accessible to my size has sort of gone along with that and then we started Remy, which was active wear to begin with and then we branched into swimwear because we saw a big gap in the market there. And then my other brand, Georgia and Joseph, is based around capsule wardrobing. So finding your forever pieces, really good quality that you're just going to keep and you can chop and change depending on what the trends
1: are at the time. And speaking of activewear, because that's sort of where it all started, not that long ago, and I'm quite old, but activewear was just T-shirts, some random old leggings you had, maybe some old shorts. And then activewear has really become a fashion category in its own. So when did you start to care more about what you were wearing when you were working out?
0: Definitely posting online would have made me more conscious of what I'm wearing there were all these fitness influencers wearing all these things and I'm going, well, I want to wear those, but I can't find them necessarily in my size or I knew people that were bigger than me and couldn't find it in their size either. I think alongside with that, even just in the real world and not online, if you're working out all the time, you want to express yourself a little bit. You know, If you want to wear a fun crop top or a pair of leggings or whatever it is that doesn't just look like the same thing you're wearing every day, You should be able to. So I think that's sort of where I decided I didn't just want to wear basic things. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia! subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia! Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to
1: help.mammamia.com.au. Now, a question from pretty much everyone in Mamma Mia is activewear shorts. Shorts are hard to find. They can be annoying to wear. They're too short. They rub the legs. They just ride up. They ride down. What's the best length or fabric to avoid this problem? What's your like dream activewear shorts? Oh,
0: I am such a firm believer in nobody is the same. So you have to try a bunch. Like I've got some that I love for a little bit and then I find another pair and I'm like, oh my God, like (laughs) this is what I was looking for in a short. I really love Lululemon shorts. Mm -hmm. I feel like they have a great range of all different types of fabric, all different lengths, all different, you know, like where the waistband sits, drawstrings, all sorts.
1: Agreed. Tight, loose. They've got everything. Yeah. And they really sort
0: of Hone in on what you're doing it for. Like whoever's serving you in the shop will say, What are you wearing them for? What are you doing? And then give you options. So I feel like that's a really good place to go. In my time, also tried ones from your Targets, your Kmarts, your more cheap and cheerful ones. And they've been great as well. So I think really just go and try them, walk around Mm. in them. If they start rolling up, they're not for you. And you need to move on to the next pair. Because if they're rolling up in the shop, they're going to roll up when you're exercising. Yeah.
1: And when you're in the change room, squat, lunge, do all the things that you might be doing in them. Yeah. Take a dumbbell with you. (laughs) Exactly. Get your yoga mat out. Now, you're a passionate advocate for the right sports bra and also underwear. I'm so fascinated by this topic. Let's talk sports bras first. How many of you tried and tested and what kind of style do you find suits you best? Yeah, look, for running, I have had plenty of bras in my
0: time. And sometimes I'll even wear one and I'll get messages from girls being like, just so you know, you need to get a more supportive bra, which is you know, it's an important thing. Mm-hmm. And again, I've got bras for all different types of exercises because the bra that I wear for running isn't the bra that I'm wearing for Pilates, of course. There's a couple of bras that I've actually been wearing for years. I bought them, one of them, like seven years ago, and I've still got it now. That's the In Light bra from Lululemon. I'm actually not sure if it's In or In Light.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Burley, B E R L E I. I've got a really great underwire bra again bought that years ago and then recently I actually bought an under armor bra as well which is like a high support one just from rebel sport and that's been great as well but again try all sorts in the shops make sure it really fits you well I do feel like that is a barrier for if you're wanting to run it just makes it hell on earth actually yeah
1: (laughs) having the right support for high impact is so important. There's a fine line between feeling like it's suffocating you and you can't breathe and supporting you. And then the worst thing is you get sweaty and then it's time to take it off and you can't get it off for the life of you because it's already so tight. It's the worst. You feel trapped. Yeah, they need to make like bra lube to get it off. (laughs) Now, underwear and leggings, very fascinating topic. Some people free ball, some people wear a G-string, some people wear a full brief. What is your approach to underwear under active wear?
0: Yeah, look, I am definitely a G-string girly, but I often wear no underwear, which my sister just cannot believe that I do that. But I'm just like, wow, when you're wearing a G-string, like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. And if I'm going to have a shower straight after, like, you know, it's almost like a
1: waste of underwear. But then the leggings you're wearing, they must be quite thick and not like, you know. Yeah. When
0: I'm running, I'm often wearing like a good thick pair of leggings that sort of hold mm. me in and don't fall down. Lululemon has some great ones, Fast and Freeze, that Wonder Under or something, I think it's what yep. they're called. With my brand, Remy, we have some great ones. They don't have a drawstring in them though, and I know lots of people love that. The other underwear that I wear is the Fit's Everybody fabric from Skims. They feel like they're not there, which is what I love.
1: I have a quick laundry question. If we're free-balling in our leggings, are we washing after every
0: workout? yeah.
1: Yes, I, I'm good. just. I
0: just sweat. Like I couldn't imagine wearing my leggings that I've run in for the second time. If I do like a light walk or Pilates or something, I'll wear them again. Like maybe mm-hmm. at night, I just yeah. If I did that. I probably wouldn't have many friends around me because I would stink. <laughs> I'm just a sweaty girl.
1: <laughs> let's talk footwear. My sister-in-law is a podiatrist, believe it or not, and she keeps telling me I need to buy Brooks. They're the most supportive. Look, she said, are you running or are you like walking with the aim to run? And I was like, let's just pretend I'm going to be a runner. She says Brooks, but what kind of footwear do you wear when you are running and working out?
0: Yeah, so the shoe that I have been loving, Saucony. Uh, S-A-U-C-O-N-Y. Mm. They have been, first of all, they're so ugly. They're like these white with these purple bits, which I just, I love like a black or white, like give me something plain. Couldn't find yep. any plain in my size. so I had to get these ones that I just, I joke about it all the time. Cause I'm like a good shoe that's good for running is often so ugly. It's so true. I love my Ciconis. I actually recently bought some Asics. Yes. They're good too. And they're quite stylish. Yeah. My Asics are cool. They're all black, which is nice. So I'm trying those out, but Lots of people have said hocker.
1: Yes, I've heard that too. i Brooks
0: as well. So, okay. yeah, I love the sacconis. They've been really comfy and I usually get blisters and all sorts. So, yeah. they've been great for And
1: me. then if you're wearing cool trainers that aren't supporting you, then you can't wear your nice shoes other times because your feet are too sore. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm of an age where we wear no-show or, you know, like ankle socks, but the cool kids are wearing crew socks pulled up now. What socks are you wearing? I know this is very specific, but socks are very divisive.
0: Yeah, I actually go between the two. I don't mind like a little no-showy sock, but I do get blisters, like I said, so I have to have something that kind of comes up with a shoe. Speaking of socks, I recently bought some blister-free socks and I went and bought them and there's a few different brands. I know lots of brands do them. I think I just got mine from Athlete's Foot and they are fantastic.
1: I've never even heard of them. All socks should be blister-free by default, you'd think, but there you go. Well,
0: apparently like cotton does something with the sweat in your feet or something and it works like sandpaper.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I can relate to that. That's happened to me before. Off I go to buy blister-free socks. Now, a lot of questions we've also had is around self-consciousness and active wear, which I can completely understand. Do you have any tips for people to make them feel more confident, whether it's an attitude, it's a style, it's what they wear? How would you approach that topic?
0: Yeah, look, I have definitely in my time felt self-conscious, like especially in gym situations often. That's where I'd sort of struggle to go in just like a bra and leggings or I'd still do it, but I'd have like a voice in my head being like, oh my God, like you shouldn't be wearing this. You shouldn't be wearing this. I have just come over the years of working out and running and what you think people are thinking isn't what they're thinking. (laughs) Like nine times out of 10, if someone's looking at you, they probably think you're doing amazing or they think you've got like some cool outfit on or like, I, I just think we get so in our heads about what we think people are thinking about us and it's just not the truth. Try and get in the mindset of who are you actually there for? Who are you running for? It's probably for you. I hope it's for you. It should be for you. Get into that mindset. But then I also understand that you should feel comfy in your clothes. Like if mm. working out in a big baggy tee is what you feel comfortable in, do it. Yeah. You shouldn't be working out with this pressure to be like, oh my God, I need to wear a crop top. Cause you don't wear what you feel comfortable in. And if your yeah. goal is to go, I want to feel comfortable in a crop top, then slowly edge there, you know, wear like little, even sort of mesh, like over tops or mm-hmm. wear a jacket to the gym and then take it off or a hoodie or whatever it might be. And just work your way up and you'll get there. And just remember you're doing it for You, people aren't thinking what you think they're thinking.
1: I absolutely agree. That applies for so much in life. Now, as you said before, it's an incredible resume that you've got. You've got swimwear brands, you've got activewear, you've got other fashion. What did you feel was missing that spurred you on to create your own brands and clothing? We started Remy in 2020, obviously working on it a long time before that. I guess
0: the main sort of gap in the market for us or what was missing in terms of what I wanted and what other people wanted was the size inclusivity Mm. there's a multitude of styles and colors and fabrics and all sorts out there for people there always was but it was the size inclusiveness that wasn't there so, you know, I'd often wear a brand and I'm in their biggest size and that still happens. And I love to do that because I love to show them that, hey, like I actually look great in your active wear and you can expand and there's more people that will look great in it too. I think over the last couple of years, it's been great to see brands extend their sizing, which is amazing. So I think that was the main thing. It wasn't so much the pieces or the styles or whatever it might be that wasn't out there. It was, it just wasn't in bigger sizes.
1: I hope a lot of other brands follow suit because it's pretty madness that it's 2024 and we're still having this issue. Now, let's talk accessories. Are you a gadget girl? I'm an Apple Watch girl. And I also need to know what water bottle you have because water bottles are a statement at the moment. I know. I feel like
0: with this running thing, as soon as I started getting gadgets, I felt like the real deal. I bought the Oakleys at the start. That's what my partner, he was like, we need to get a pair of Oakleys. Like it's iconic to have these running glasses. So I mm-hmm. bought those and honestly, they're really good. I also love my running vest. I have a couple, one from Lululemon and one from Solomon, but the Lululemon one's a lot better. I feel like it's more comfy you put your phone in there, your keys in there. It even has like oh, a water bottle on the front. That's so
1: clever. See, I'm still in the walking stage, so I'm still rocking a bum bag, but that'll probably jiggle around when I start running. Yes, and that's what happened to me. I still love my little waist bum bag situation, but it does jingle. So
0: a running vest is a great one. You are so pro. And water bottles, I love my Frank Green. I can't quite get behind the big... What are those big?
1: The Stanley. Yeah, it's just I like a little handle I can grab with a finger and carry an armful of other stuff. And I like the Stanley, but it does feel a bit like I'm going camping or something.
0: Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I'm the same
1: couple of more questions before we get into bougie and budget. I wondered if you had any tips for online shopping for activewear, because I I get so many questions, you know, is it squat proof? Is it sheer? And that's kind of easier to see in real life. But if people are shopping online, how can they kind of get a vibe for if it's going to suit them? I feel like just looking at reviews, honestly, always going on TikTok
0: or Reels and looking up so-and-so review and looking at reviews for Wear or anything i do it all the time it's where you're gonna get you know you get the ads which are great and then you also get the people that have bought it and love it or hate it or whatever it is yeah that's my best tip It's very expensive.
1: Damn, honey. How much are these? 25%. Now, bougie and budget is my favourite part. It's where you and I both select a more affordable item in the activewear category and then a more expensive or, you know, just more expensive than the cheaper one in the activewear category. So do you want to start with your bougie or your budget? I'll start with bougie. Okay, I think my bougie bra
0: situation is the Lululemon and light. I feel like you just need to invest Mm -hmm. than a great bra. I feel like that's just going to make such a difference.
1: Yeah. It's money well spent because it's almost a health item, but you know what I mean? Like it's really doing something. It's not just looking good, but it's making you feel good and it's holding them up. I approve that one. Yeah. My bougie is a hoodie. It's a zippy hoodie because when I'm exercising, I always wear, you know, a hoodie to the gym or to Pilates and I take it off to work out, but I hate taking it off over my head because it makes my ponytail fall out. And I have to start all over again. So it's the Stax W23 cropped hoodie. There's a bunch of colors. It just zips up. There's a hood. Take it off when you get there, and it's very easy and stylish. It's quite cropped though, so I size up because I don't really want it just under my boobs. I kind of want it around the belly button where my leggings hit. But yeah, a zippy. I wish everyone would do more zippies. There's not enough. Do you like the jackets, like the tight fit jackets, or are you more the. Oh, no, I'm not a tight fit. I'm not a tight fit. No, I like something not too oversized, not too baggy, but just comfy, but I gotta have a zip. Yeah, Sophia. Okay, Riley, so what is your budget? Everyone that knows me knows I cannot run without a cap. Oh, very good and very sun safe. Yes, Yes. sun
0: safe, but also keeps your hair out of your face. You also just feel like a bit more shaded in your – In your own little running world. Run world, yeah. And you can get some great ones. Not every cap is built the same. I know that there's some amazing ones at, you know, like your Kmart, your Target, even like your Nike ones. They're not that Mm. pricey. So, yeah, I just think – a good cap, which you can just get on a budget is going to change your running lifestyle.
1: That is so true. I've got a great one from Cotton on and it was, I think it was down to like $5, $5, but I've got a very small forehead. So I do need to try on, is it the peak, whatever they call that yeah. brim thing. I've actually got a great one from Cotton On as well. Mm, that's a really good tip. And I never even thought of that. Mine just quickly are a pair of leggings from Amazon. They're called the CRZ, which I guess stands for crazy yoga, women's naked feeling high waist, tummy control, stretchy sport, running leggings. What a name. <laughs> the reason I like them is I've got seven pairs. They fit perfectly around my waist, quite high waisted. And then they've got a little pocket and. Not that I really put anything in the pocket, but as I said before, young child, oftentimes I'm wearing my active wear to take him to the park and then he goes, mommy, I found these rocks, mommy. And so you end up just kind of stuffing random things in the pockets, super comfy, they're 46 bucks and they're great and I've got them in every color. So, and I think they went viral once because a woman skidded down a mountain and her leggings were still absolutely flawless. So Oh my God,
0: that's hilarious. I love that. Yeah
1: they're really good. But I'm going to be jumping online and checking out Remy. Thank you so much for joining us. You're a wealth of knowledge. You've inspired me to go running and that is no small thing. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Don't forget to sign up to our Nothing to Wear newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And if you do love this podcast, we'd love it if you gave us a rating or a review wherever you're listening. This episode was produced by Grace Ruvray with audio production by Tegan Sadler. This podcast is powered by our subscribers. If you believe in independent women's media and want to support us, a subscription to Mamma Mia costs less than the price of a coffee each month. There's a link in the show notes and a big, big thank you to all our current subscribers.